Good morning, my brothers and sisters, on this, our 55th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novosel. Welcome to the Good Morning Guys NPR station. It's so great to have you here, Patrick. In addition to Patrick, our volleyball and beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. I think I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> you're just where you should be, Ronnie. We're so thankful you're here. And our final member of the GMG Quadfecta, the man with music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Coretta in his old estomago, Mark Boucher. I'll have you know, some people like to call me the quiet storm also spin doctor that as well also the real ronnie johantis that is true and the fake mark boucher that is correct uh folks if this is your first time joining us uh mark anything you'd like to share with the first timers I would just like to express my discomfort at just how quiet I'm attempting to be. I got something. That's a, I think that's we need a to ramp it up. That's a great way to welcome first timers. If it's not your first time joining us, good morning, my brothers and sisters. I hope you guys enjoyed that NPR intro. I'm not doing that anymore. I almost fell asleep. This is NPR. <laughs> this is GMG NPR. Could we add any more letters? I think we could. Yes. All right, guys. Just wanted to mix it up a bit. Try a different intro. Hopefully, you're not asleep if you're listening right now or if you've already changed the channel. I don't think that that's how. Redo it. Redo it right now. It's the ASMR yep. edition. We ain't got time for that. It's 45 <laughs> minutes to midnight. we got to get going. All right, so. I don't understand um, what any of these letters mean. That's okay. We, don't, we didn't hire you here. We didn't bring you here because you understand letters. You didn't hire me at reasons. all. I've got a dollar yet. That's why, yeah. that's why I changed <laughs> what I said. I said, bring you, bring you here. It's the second thing I said. How much uh, are you getting paid here? Nothing. I'll double it. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond uh, the NPR voice for the first timers and the, I mean the first time, the joiners as they are called, the not first time joiners, uh, I'm mixing it up a bit, getting a little random. At least uh, it wasn't confusing. I know, He's not at all. a little weird. Getting a little weird. You know who else likes to get weird? Well, we'll save that for later. Uh, I'm just going to say it out at the front. We would be eternally grateful for all you not first-time listeners if you would take the time to rate and review our podcast. I've been told that it helps reach new potential listeners. And also, when we reach 35 reviews, I do want to emphasize Patrick is going to do his second crazy thing. So, he's making slit. Like weird face at me. You Patrick can't see is it right supposed now. to be doing something weird. Or ooh, let's change it up. Instead of doing something hmm. crazy, do something weird. I like it. Yes. So with thirty-five reviews, we're four away. We're at thirty-one now. If you can add four more reviews, people, it would be fantastic. And Patrick will do something weird. But if you've already done that, hey, don't stop there. Grab your friend or family member's device. Find us on their podcast service of choice. Subscribe and leave a rating review. All that good stuff. Because, as always, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. With that, let's jump in. 
ramp up the energy for some good stuff, starting with Patrick. What is new with you, my brother, from another mother? You want to know what's new with me? I do. Let's hear it. Do you want to know what's new with me? Nothing. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this this past week, I, uh, I worked... Uh, a ton, uh, which did not leave any time to do anything else. Uh, I did not watch any movies, did not watch any TV. I played one night of video games, and that was it. I played with Mark and Eric, Bangoman09, one night. Mm-hmm. And Mark uh, and Eric and I were playing, I don't know, for a couple hours. And then Mark jumps off. And Mark, guess what happened right after you jumped off? Oh, let me guess. You won the game. We did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. So it's my fault. I feel fault. like that always happens. As soon as someone jumps off, a win happens. <laughs> so uh, end of the night on a win. I got a, a one win last week. I think I'm up to 110 wins for season two. Uh, so um, I'm looking forward to next week. I think I think even even when how, how work is just killing me, um, I think I'm going to find time to to play some games next week since the new season comes out for for Apex. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing, absolutely nothing of note. It was one of those weeks, short and sweet. Yep. So, Mark, do you have anything better than what happened for, with me last week? Uh, no, not at all, not at all. But I'll I'll try my best. <laughs> Spice yeah. it up a bit. Um, so the only major things that happened, uh, as of note, um, were, so Friday, my, my wife and I have talked about getting a, a lot better with her, um, basically our, with our, our budgeting and our, you know, managing money, all that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah, that's important. And, and so we are watching the... Uh, if you've ever heard of Dave Ramsey, uh, he has um, a series of uh, videos about you know managing your money and and any debt and saving money and all that kind of stuff. It's called Financial Peace University, and so oh yeah, I've done that. That's good. That's a good and, program. Uh, Dave Ramsey does things from a biblical perspective, and so um, my wife and I started watching those videos because, um, basically I promised her that we, that we would watch them and try to learn from those and, and, uh, apply that to our money making decisions. So, uh, we started watching those and then Saturday, um, I helped my, my sister move out of her house into an apartment, um, because unfortunately, a lot of life has is occurring in her family, um, so um, she had to move from a house to a small apartment. But it's a nice apartment in any case. Um, but she had a lot of people there helping out, which was awesome. We were able to get it done in a few hours, um, which was definitely a plus. Um, on the gaming side of things, just been playing lots of Borderlands. Uh, Borderlands 3. Um, I have no idea, you know, how far I am into it, whether I'm even close to being done. Probably, I'd say probably not. I'm probably halfway done, maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I played a little bit of co-op with with some people in the community. 
Um, but mainly I've been doing it myself. Um, I did jump in uh, a couple days for some Apex. Um, you know, I talked about playing Apex with, with Patrick. Um, also jumped in with uh, with Jonathan, a.k.a. Sheldor, a little bit. Um, as well as, I think we were playing with Frankie the other night. Um, but, uh, so I've gotten to jump in a little bit with that. I'm very excited for uh, Season 3 of Apex. They are ramping it up in terms of, of promoting Season 3, and in particular, Crypto, the new the new um, character, playable character uh, for the game. Like, I would, yeah. um, they've introduced more and more little things. He's a, he's a hacker, basically. And so they've basically portrayed him as, as kind of like hacking the, the little island where they, you know, the Apex games are played on. He's hacking all the computers and stuff like that. And I was actually watching a video, um, and it's a, it's a streamer who's, um, kind of notorious for being really good at Apex. And, um, he was playing, and in the middle of playing the game, his actual screen started messing up, and then the crypto logo showed up while he was in the middle of playing. Oh no way! Yeah, that's awesome. So hmm. I like how they do that. Do that stuff. They are they are uh, uh, they are firing on all cylinders for the PR. I'm excited for season one or season three. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> Someone's a little behind. <laughs> yeah. So season three. And by the way, Tuesday, I believe is October 1st, next Tuesday, um, I'm going to stream some Apex. Ooh. Yeah. I'm excited for, for season three. So um, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, that's Eastern daylight time because I learned there's a difference between daylight and standard. Um, Learn something new every day. Yep. Um, thank you so much to Matt, aka Arctic Warlocks, for that. Um, but yeah, uh, I will be streaming at 9:30 on Tuesday, uh, day one of season three of Apex. I'm gonna stream a little bit. If anybody cares to join me, wink, wink, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, I may be there. Yeah. All right, Ronnie. Hope hope to see I you there, mean, Ronnie. I'll be there. I would not be against that. <laughs> Someone would have to download it onto his PS4 in order Someone to Someone would have to have a PS4 in order to do it. <laughs> he kind of doesn't have a PS4. So yep. someone else does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wink, wink. And he, nudge, he nudge. would have to download it to his PS4. I don't know if I have enough space you on my You deleted PS4. it. Just, just, just delete your random <laughs> little kid game. That, you're, that you don't play anymore and just delete it and there's room exactly how's he gonna get that but three uh, hour platinum if he deletes it <laughs> that's right i'm saving that baby for a rainy night but uh yeah that's pretty much everything on my end um, just a lot of a lot of borderlands 3 having a great time with that um and that's pretty much it ronnie how was your week oh man i had a doozy of a week Mm, um, I played in a volleyball tournament on Saturday and lost a lot. Uh, it was Ouch. really just one of those tournaments where Elizabeth and I signed up as a team and they pair you with like two other people and you just get paired with different like pairs throughout the day. Um, we had a lot of fun, but we didn't really do that good. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for that. 
and also. We took the day off yesterday and we were moving her stuff um, from her apartment. <laughs> I thought you were building up for something else than, the, than moving. I was building it. <laughs> I just didn't have any. I didn't have anything at the end. <laughs> no, so we took the whole day off yesterday and went to her apartment early and got a bunch of stuff moved. One of my buddies helped me. And uh, I am so sore today from carrying all this stuff. So she she only had one couch. It was only It's only a one-bedroom apartment. But she has – the best way I can describe it is she has a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I could also that, that describe it? it as hoarding a little bit. Mm, uh-oh. It's really just like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not like the episode of Hoarders you see where they have like garbage everywhere and stuff. Weird things. It's more yeah. like, she hoards like knickknacks and decorations. And That's important later in it? life. I don't know. They Are they like holiday decorations? Some of them. Like for, for Halloween and Christmas and. Those are important. I mean, I guess it's way more decorations than I have. I mean, she has more in one box than I have in my whole house. I will not be surprised if some of them start to appear around your house. That's already happening. That is, is totally it? already happening. Yeah. Mm, okay. Making it yep, her own. Yep. She is nesting here now. And uh, <laughs> there, there are things throughout the house. I notice new things all the time. I'm like, did you just, did you put that pumpkin out? She's like, Maybe. <laughs> no that's yours um no but we we moved I don't know, everything did I? we are like so we basically been like over the past i don't know month and a half two months like been just moving stuff over slowly and then we realized that it's basically by the 31st she has to be out of her apartment which is uh only a few days away yeah and uh yeah wow. so we realized we had to actually start moving stuff like for real for real and uh no, we did not do a good job at a slow move. The idea was let's just get it, you know, slowly move stuff over a month and a half or so and get everything in. And we totally didn't do that because what happens every time that we have like an evening or a day where we can move, we're like, you know, I'll come home and I'll be like, so movie? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And then we just do a movie um, or something like that. And uh, yeah, we didn't get anything done until the end. So now we're kind of rushing a little bit. But so right now my whole house is filled with boxes. Like there is just stuff everywhere. And I thought about like what's Time what's to build the a best fort. way if you had to move a bunch of boxes into your house, they all basically need to be like um they need to be like uh, you know enter, entered into the cabinets and things like that. You know, everything has to be like combined and the best way I figured out to do them is just to put a ton of boxes in the way of my actual living space so that I have to put them away. <laughs> That's a good call. So or, there are boxes. Or do you just like everywhere. grab your grab your foot and like kind of like push it off to the side just to out of the way so you can actually move? <laughs> I, I mean, I realized I've done that move. I realized the other day that like that's not really even working because I have like six or seven boxes stacked like in the middle of my kitchen. And they're like perfect height if you were just like needed a standing table. So I was like eating some leftovers the other night, just standing there <laughs> using the boxes as a table. Like, well, this didn't work out the way I planned. <laughs> this is perfect. Perfect height, nice. though. You know, it just happened to be there. 
so we got um, we definitely have a pretty good task ahead of us. Um, the one highlight of the whole move is I had my buddy come over with me, and she had one couch, and this couch is one of those. Um, it's like a, I guess, kind of a love seat. I don't know if they call them a love seat if they have like the console in the middle. You know, it has like the two like reclining chairs and the cup holders in the middle with the console there. Um, I don't know if they really call that, that like a love does seat. Does that flip up? No. No. Mm, it, I would I would not consider that yes, a love seat. There's no love happening. You have a divider. So this right. couch, this may have been the, the the heaviest couch I've ever moved in my whole life. It's leather, and it's one of those um, couches that has like you run electric to it and the recliners like come right out by themselves and stuff like there's motors in it it was so ridiculous and of course as luck would have it her apartment third story (laughs) that never fails nobody ever lives on the bottom floor i've never known anybody to live there everybody i've ever moved is like on the third or fourth floor of an apartment building but we had to get that down uh me and my buddy got it down and then to get it into my house because it's not it's not a couch like we're going to use because it's just like the two seats, you know? Like we're not going to use it like in our living room. So we decided to put it in the basement for now. And it's kind of like a couch by my ping pong table. If we're like playing ping pong, like we have a nice couch there now. Oh, perfect. But what that meant was we had to carry it all the way around my house and go in through the walkout basement door. <laughs> it was oh, such geez. a journey. It was so bad. Um, like the insides of my arms, like my forearms like are like on fire today. Like I can't barely like stretch my fingers out cause I feel like everything's so tight. All the muscles are so sore. Um, but we did do a pretty good amount. We didn't get everything, but, um, we're actually taking the day off on Friday. I have a rehearsal dinner, uh, rehearsal and rehearsal dinner on Friday for, uh, Bengal man 09 actually. For Eric. Yeah. Yeah. He is getting married this weekend. Nice. Um, and his rehearsal is uh, on Friday. And uh, I'm actually in that wedding. So I would. You're I in the am, wedding party? I am in the wedding party. I think I'm the I think I'm the three man. Are you Are you the best man or are you one. the. You're the I'm, third I'm best just, man? I mean, I'm the third man in line. I don't know if best really comes into play at all mm. for me. Third. So you know what's a really good present to give people when you're what the is third that? Because I have man. not bought a present yet, and I need to do that. You should get the last forty-five minutes of Superman and show it to Bengal Man Oh Nine and watch it with him. Appreciate that. And then after forty-nine weeks, you would have watched the entirety of. I'm going to renew movie. my vows with Mel and be like, "All right, for this, for the present, I want from Ronnie." <laughs> you don't need to get me anything you just need to watch this i feel like eric would not appreciate that and his fiance kayla would uh definitely not appreciate that as a gift <laughs> eric, eric watch she this with me for the last 45 minutes that's a superman task, movie. Man. <laughs> i've already given up and it would totally ruin the mood they'll be like i don't want to get married anymore but uh just fly fly around the earth turn back so i have that coming up and uh on sunday we actually had to so the wedding party and like the parents all went over to his fiance's parents' house and her family is Greek. So we actually had to learn like the Greek wedding dance because basically the whole wedding party like has to do that. So that was that was definitely interesting. Nice. It's one of those dances where like everybody like, locks cool. arms and there's really only like ten steps in the dance. It's not really like extremely difficult, but 
It's going to be a disaster. I can't wait. It's going to be a disaster. And I can't wait to. I mean, I was ready to go. I'm just waiting for like the, you know, I was kind of hoping in the middle of it, I would get to like freelance and do whatever I wanted, but I don't think that's going to happen, which is good for them probably. But uh, that's on Saturday. So I will report back next week and let you know how that went. Mm-hmm. But uh, nice. as for me, I will live stream it on Twitch. Live stream it on Twitch. <laughs> you can probably talk Eric into doing that. But no, probably not. Probably not. He's at that stage now where they're like they're getting ready to get married. So he's I think he's trying to uh, he's trying to appease her. And you know, like the wedding is very. I don't want to say the I don't want to say the wedding is much more important to to the woman, but generally they it take is. it way more serious. <laughs> they take it way more yeah. serious. So. Uh, I'm trying to be on good behavior for Eric, even though I want to get him in all kinds of trouble. Uh, I'm trying to be on good behavior, so we'll see how that works out at the actual wedding. Good luck. Yeah. Nice. Yep. I mean, I think I probably myself will have good luck, but Eric, I don't know. I don't know about that. Probably not. But um, no, that's pretty much it for me for the week. Uh, Moving. Oh, on the video game front, by the way. Whoa. I did nothing still. <laughs> still didn't play a single game. Uh, building it up and <laughs> then nothing. Just thought nothing. I would, just thought I would add that in. Nice. Lucas, how was uh-huh. your week? Well, my week was all over the place. I might as well jump to the present and say I am back in Brazil. It is official. I am taking it easy yeah. with my family. And it's good, good to be home. Uh, I bet but it is. zipping back, yeah, it's really good. But zipping back to last week, uh, I finished up my time in Indiana, like on Wednesday or Thursday. And during that time, I also completed Donkey Kong Country Returns. So I was platinum. able to sneak in. I got that fake platinum trophy. No, I definitely did not get the platinum. To get the platinum, quote unquote, platinum in that game, there are so many collectibles. And some of those hard, some of those levels are like screaming at the cat, like terrible, like where you're just yelling and just words are coming out of your mouth, and then you have to pray and do communion and read the Bible. It's a rough game. You didn't have a cat. It's a rough, (laughs) rough game. game At that point, no, but he would get a cat just to scream. Where I was, yeah, I'd get the cat and yell at it just to hold (laughs) it up in the air and be like, "Why can't I beat this level?" No, but the people that uh. Wes and Tiffany have cats, so and they were really jumpy cats, especially especially, especially when Snickers. you were yelling at them. Yeah, no, I wasn't yelling though. I said it made you want to yell. Some of the levels were so infuriating, but it was also was, the story was one of the weirdest stories ever. Uh, just to give you like a small anecdote, at the end of the game, you arrive at the final boss and you see a pile of bananas, of course, because that's what Donkey Kong is after: his bananas. And all the bosses that you've defeated, the mini-bosses, they pop out of the pile of bananas. And then behind them, a larger like boss comes up behind them. They start throwing the bananas into the mouth of the larger boss. And during all of this time, Donkey and Diddy Kong are just staring at them, obviously not doing anything about this. But they throw all these bananas in the mouth of the boss. The boss chews it up, and then he spits the banana juice all over the mini-bosses. And those mini bosses become banana balls, and then they merge together to form his hands, and then you fight the boss. And I was like, "What did I what? just watch? <laughs> I don't understand what is happening." 
But the final boss wasn't that bad. I figured it out, beat it, and I was like, never touching this game again. Good times. I enjoyed it, though. It was a good little platformer, and, and I mean, I missed the, the... The originals were still better, but this was... It was pretty fun. But uh, I did that. Then the next few days after that, spent, a, spent some time in Ohio with my in-laws. Uh, they just bought a home, sold their old, old home, uh, and also I met up with MTTG community member Jared Orr. Nice. At Buffalo Wild Wings. Jared. Bring City. What a cool guy. It was really fun to hang out with him, talk, talk about all kinds of stuff, talk about God, life, jobs, um, go, politics, go to a, Chuck e. a little bit of everything. Childhood. Yeah, I went to a Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> and realized that it's a lot more childish than it used to be, mm. so it was not, not something we wanted to do. But we did go into like this off-brand Radio Shack, and we played some uh, uh, Mario Kart on on an emulator called a Raspberry Pi. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a... Do you guys heard of that? Yeah, I had I had never heard of it before, but we played a Mario Kart on it, and then Jared's like, "Oh yeah, it's a Raspberry Pi," and of course my mind just went to actual Raspberry Pi, and I was like, mm, "That sounds good, Pi." But then they explained what it was, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, well, that's cool." But so we we did get to play that, um, and then after that, I just packed up my stuff, and I started my return journey on Monday morning. And it was a whole lot of fun. And by fun, I mean it was a drag sometimes. <laughs> and by fun, I mean so, not fun. <laughs> and by fun, not fun. So it all started on Sunday. Sunday afternoon, we drove from Mount Vernon, Ohio to Pittsburgh, which is about two to two and a half hours. And got to a Holiday Inn. Uh, we had to stay at a hotel because I had to be at the airport at four o'clock in the morning, which was not cool. Originally, I had to be at the airport at 10 o'clock in the morning, and then like a month ago, they changed the flight time, and instead of me leaving at noon, they were like, you're going to leave at 6 a.m. Gross. Like, right. Fantastic. So we stayed the night, and we got, once we got settled, um, I got a whole solid five hours of sleep probably, and then got up at like 3.15 in the morning, took a shower, grabbed my stuff, and John took me to the airport. And uh, from there, um, we, I flew, we, no, not we, me, I, uh, I flew to Chicago and then I proceeded to get a little lost because my flight landed in one terminal and it said, go to terminal five. And I did not know how to get to terminal five. And then there was like all these cryptic signs telling you that the way to get to terminal five was somewhere. But then when I finally got to it, it was boarded up and the, the train that can take you to all the terminals was closed. Oh my gosh! There was not a sign. <laughs> there was not a sign saying w- where the alternative route was. So I ended up eventually just talking to random people that work there and finding out that there was a bus. And when I got on this bus, I was about to get on the bus, and someone yells, "Hey, Lucas!" And I'm like, "What?" what? <laughs> I look over, and one of Mindy's coworkers from her school, who was just so happening. To be going to the U.S. to be with his family, uh, he got off the bus while I was getting on it. No. And I was like, wow. and his name's Mark. Mark, isn't Crazy. that fun? Crazy. And I was just like, hey, Mark. Like, Mindy had just hey, told Ronnie. me about him like an hour ago. Yeah, and he called me Ronnie, funnily <laughs> enough. Funnily enough. And I talked to him for a couple minutes and was just like, this is crazy that we saw each other. What are the odds that you'd run into someone you know? Like 
in an airport, like international travel, I just, I don't know what the odds are. Zero. I'm not a mathematician, but I there imagine. Aren't you beat the odds. Yeah, z- I beat the <laughs> odds. There are no odds. 0% chance it could happen, and it happened. Craziness. Uh, from there, I finally found my plane. I jumped on that plane, and then I flew to Panama, where I realized my card was not cleared. My credit card was not cleared to be used uh, in Panama, only the U.S. and Brazil, and I had $1 in cash. And so for the next seven hours, uh, you're playing the I, guitar. I I played my Vita and got a platinum trophy oh. to keep my mind busy because I was so hungry and thirsty. And they do not have water fountains in Panama Airport. They do not have... There was like no alternative for me to get food or drink. So for the next seven hours, I just did stuff to occupy my time. Uh, I did Skype with my families for a little bit, uh, kind of our last little chat on Skype before getting home. Uh, And then I did platinum a little game that took six hours to platinum called Demetrios. It was a little point-and-click adventure. And uh, it actually was one of the weirdest funniest point and click adventure games that I've played. But I finished it, deleted it, moved on from there. It's fine. Uh, and then after that, I got to the international airport in Sao Paulo called Guarulhos, and I got momentarily lost again because I had to go to another terminal and then get a bus to then get to the national uh, airport that is 20 minutes from my house. And then once I got to that one called, it's called Congonias, by the way, uh, I then got stuck there for four hours because the guy who was going to give me a ride, his son had to go to the hospital. And then I called another guy and he said, yeah, man, I can come pick you up. And then he called me back almost immediately and said, oh, I can't leave my house till 10 o'clock because in Sao Paulo, they have a rule where depending on the, the number of your license plate, you, you can't drive on the major highways or streets because it's so busy. That's the only way they can keep the traffic down. So that, you know, just keep things under control. Huh. Wow. So he, could, he couldn't leave his house till 10. So I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I've waited this long. I can, what's another couple hours? <laughs> so uh, I waited. And while I waited, I ate the worst Egg McMuffin ever from Brazilian <laughs> McDonald's. And then finally, he came and he picked me up and took me home. And then I spent the rest of the afternoon unpacking. I don't know why I'm looking at the clock because it's not now. I spent the rest of the afternoon unpacking, and then right when I finished, my family walked in. I think I just I, I had time to take a shower, too. That was good. After about 32, 33 hours of travel, I was ready to take a shower. Uh, and then my family walked in, and we hugged and kissed each other. Now I'm at home, getting settled, playing uh, Pat's copy of Telltale Games' Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Oh yeah, that's right. You I did got take that. that one. I got that baby started <laughs> up today. Yeah, I did. I would if you would if you wouldn't have uh, reminded me, I would have forgotten all about it. You still will. <laughs> I, I know it. I will. <laughs> You're like, hey, can I, can I take this? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I already yeah. platinum it. And I started that not just because I like Telltale Games and Guardians it's, of the it's Galaxy. It's good. Which it's good, and I love the fact that they use all the music from the movies in it. It makes it that much better. Yeah. Uh, but I also, while I was in the U.S., like right at the end, I bought myself some uh, PlayStation Gold wireless headphones, the PS Golds. Oh, I don't yeah. know what name they go by, but I wanted to test those babies out because I've never had I've never had headphones that had any kind of surround sound on them. So 
so far I've 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 really liked them. They're really nice. Uh, played with them a little playing golden 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 eye no uh guardians of the galaxy and uh a little bit with god of war so it has settings on it where you can uh get an app on your for free get an app on your playstation where you choose the game you're going to play and they have like a dozen two dozen games and one of them's god of war so i changed the setting on the headphones and it automatically changes the setting on your head it like just beep boops and then changes it and then i played god of war and it sounds really cool nice so yeah I'm loving the headphones so far. Um, besides that, uh, you know, I will say that I missed video games while I was gone, so it was nice to just turn on that old PS4 and get to play in. How long? And did it, it just take really reminded me for you to update. Uh, it only took like ten minutes. Oh no! I had way, an nice. update. Okay. I just had one update, and it did the little update, and that was the first thing I did when I got home. Like, I got home, put my bags down, and I was like, I need to update the PS4 so it's ready when I want to actually actually start playing. But, uh, yeah, so I, I did that. Got the update going while I unpacked and did other stuff. Uh, it was nice. But it just made me think about, in general, how I really just like games. And I was wondering if you guys would uh, play a quick game with me, a word game. I like games. Good. Let's play a game, starting with Ronnie. Ronnie, what is the past tense? Of run. <clears throat> Ran. Perfect. Mark, what is the synonym of stupid? And if you say it twice, it becomes a brand of lollipop. Dumb dumb. Right, but just one word's good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Dumb. Oh, dumb. Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> there you go. And then Patrick. Oh. The last name of a mythical creature in Scotland that starts with lock. Ness. Ronnie, what was your word? I don't know. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Randomness is what we're talking about today. We're jumping right in. Ronnie's not going to stop me <laughs> now. We're going to jump right in <laughs> to randomness. Because we are getting random. Let's do it. All right, guys, to start out our topic of randomness and to clue in people that maybe have never joined us before, every now and again, we like to all bring a topic, a random topic to talk about together. And this episode is no different than the other two or three times we've done it. Uh, But to warm us up today, we actually have some random questions from members of our uh, community, listeners and such. And so I wanted to share a few of those. Yeah, some joiners. Yeah, we really just need to use joiners. I much prefer that one. So from our first joiner, Barnaby Butterteeth on the Discord, he wanted to know how many consecutive days do you wear your pants slash jeans slash shorts before they are considered dirty and need a wash? Asking the important questions here. So guys, real quick, what is your stipulations and standards for watching what you put on your legs? There, there is, there's no limit until they look dirty. Yeah, mm. you gotta get, you gotta get a stain on if them. You get a stain on the them, jeans, then man. That's when you need that's to when wash you them. Do it. Yep. yep. The the appearance and smell 
are the two big ones. Yes. This is true. It has to be a noticeable smell. change in them yeah. in order I could for me wear to wash them my jeans. One time or fifty times. It really depends mm-hmm. on when I get that stain gets on there. Okay. <laughs> I feel like if I have a day where it's really hot and I sweat a lot, I'm very like keen on the fact that I should probably wash my pants. Okay. Mm, that's that's so, a good call. But I feel like this, but also I feel levels. like because you're wearing like underwear under the jeans, the sweat doesn't necessarily just go right to the jeans, though. You know what I mean? Right. That's I mean, true. Unless, like, it your calves I guess are it sweaty. depends if you're wearing underwear. <clears throat> that's true, also. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the wife does call me Commander Ham. Commando Ham. Yeah, that's what I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning more about you than nope, I want to. She calls me Commander Ham, <laughs> and then I correct her and say, "No, that's." Commando ham. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, now you got to change. Uh, do you your guys name ever put? You... <laughs> yep. Time to change it to Commando ham. <laughs> do you guys ever put your jeans in the freezer? I remember hearing about this when I was in high school, and I think it's weird. That's but why. instead of washing jeans, some people don't think you should wash your jeans. Instead, you put them in the freezer to kill the germs. Do you do that with you guys ever all heard of clothing? No, no, it's just, I've only heard it with jeans. I've never heard what about it. What if you get a stain? The other clothes. I mean, it freezes off? You freeze off the stain? No, I don't know. I've just that's just that something I've heard. Sense. I've never done it. Like but I just technology. wondered if that was maybe it's just a wash Virginia are thing. Stupid. <laughs> They're dumb dumbs. Have you ever put your jeans in the freezer? Lucas? I already answered that question. Do you say no? That is correct. I have not put my hmm. jeans in the freezer so you have nope got it got it good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great mike doherty on facebook also known as Shiplig, on twitter he has lots of questions so we're gonna make wait is it shiplig or splig yeah that's what i, would, I just nope. called it splig i could be wrong nope it's shiplig is it, it shiplig no, I don't know what I'm it is. That's just this. what I say in my head. Splig is not... That just doesn't work in my head. I say Shiplig. We'll have to ask but him. It's probably Splig. I will find just out and him. I will report back. All right, so we got Mike Doherty's lightning round. Ready? What are your other hobbies? I don't know what the original hobbies were, but uh, I started smoking barbecue. No, I started smoking. That sentence did not end where I thought it was going to. And I'm glad for yeah, it. I started smoking, in parentheses, barbecue. <laughs> and I really want to get into woodworking, but I can't do either in the evenings at times I would game. So, guys, other hobbies. He got into smoking barbecue, but and that made him want to get into woodworking? That is correct. Is that the transition that I'm understanding? No, he, no that's his hobbies, is smoking, as in barbecuing, and woodworking. So they both have to do with wood, but I think it just happens to be by chance. Hmm. So, any hobbies you want to share? I like to ruin your transitions. That's a hobby. It's quite a hobby. Look <laughs> <laughs> at his face. <laughs> He's so upset. It's not a transition time. So the hatred not. and disgust for Ronnie is ruined. dripping. There's no, there is no hatred here. Only love in my heart. It was just, he's not upset. He's just disappointed. <laughs> You're not wrong. 
Well, for me, I don't I don't have time to for to formulate new hobbies. The hobbies that I have is is uh, video gaming, and then with with the wife and kids and my job, it's hard to find something else at this point. Maybe I will pick mm-hmm. it up when uh, the kids are out of the house mm-hmm. in fifteen years. <laughs> but right now, no, just games for now. I think I think fantasy football is really a hobby, though. Ooh, yeah, that's a good so, one. So maybe we do that. Yeah. That's a nice little like getaway. It like, really is. Um, you, you could be, you know, you could be really busy at work, and you decide I'm gonna take ten or fifteen minutes, like, and just chill. You know, you get on your fantasy and look at look at what's going on or whatever. Um, yeah, I just brought this topic up because I wanted to say that I'm three and zero. Andrew Andrew Lux Book Club three and zero. Weird baby. flex, but okay. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped the first game this year for me, so I'm two and one. However, being two and one, I am in third place. Yes, yes you are. So not far behind. Nice. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's coming back. Is he? Next week. He came back. He's that? he's coming back to practice tomorrow, so he he's he not going to be able to play Sunday, but he's going to come back next Sunday. That's good news. You have Austin Eckler though, so. Yeah, there's Still, no change in my fantasy team. You're getting all those points then. anyways. <laughs> it's like they just started talking talking Japanese. I, I have no <laughs> idea what just happened. Yeah, that's what that's I heard. What it was? <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, video gaming is is my I guess other hobby. Because um, I would say music, but technically I I kind of sort of do that for a living. So um, yeah, I would say gaming's my other big hobby. Faux show. Sure. Uh, for me, also gaming. That's definitely the number one hobby. Um, I guess this this is gonna not sound like a hobby, but it's something that I do every day. And I I get on OneDrive that's on my phone, and I look at all the pictures that I have from the past on this day, uh, on each day. And then sometimes I uh, write about it. Sometimes if it's involving another person, I send them a message and say, "Hey, do you remember this? In 2011, we did this, blah blah blah." And I use it as like a hobby slash connection point to connect with people uh, both in Brazil and in the U.S. So I would say that's kind of a hobby because I, I just find it enjoyable. I don't do it for any other reason other than uh, I just like it. So That's a good one. That's what I got. Okay. Uh, next lightning qu- round question <laughs> is aioli just hipster mayonnaise. Is that a question? What's that? What happened? No. <laughs> God bless you. I've uh-huh. heard the word before, but I have no idea what it is. I thought when I read the first part, is Aloy, I thought he was talking about Horizon Zero Dawn, but he was nope. not. He was talking about is mayonnaise. Is Aloy a mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> not with that red hair. All right. What kind of food have you fallen in love with later in life? Indian <clears throat> may be some of my favorite meals today. Did you also know that mayonnaise is in the Red Deck Dictionary? <laughs> mayonnaise a lot of people up in here tonight. Hey! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Initiate. <laughs> I feel good getting that First one First she had a big old, <laughs> big old piece of pie. All year Initiate. For that one. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> I've been waiting five years for that joke. <laughs> and then it just played out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Good job, Mike Doherty. Shiplig or Shplig or <clears throat> Shipalig. So a food that we have fallen in love with later in life. Yep. I'm liking sauerkraut lately. I never liked I it do as, love as sauerkraut. a kid. Mm. When I was a kid, and this is going to be a shocker, did not like Mexican food. Whoa. Oh. What? Yep. Have you Make confessed this to it. La Carreta? No, because I'm a changed man now. That's good. <laughs> Glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm a changed man. Mexican food. Mm-hmm. I really like onions, and I hated onions when I was a kid. I don't think I could eat onion, an onion like an apple, but I really love to pile on the onion on a hamburger. If you like onions, do you eat them like an apple? You could. I mean... You could, exactly. You could. I probably could eat an onion like an apple. I really like onions. You could if you were I mean if it's a right if it's a, <clears throat> if it's like a sweet Vidalia onion or something that's got a little sweetness Shrek. to it. Yeah. That's oh, good enough. So that makes it okay. Okay. Yep. It's all about the layers. <laughs> layers. What about parfait? I have right. to say that I always ate like I never like I, I guess I wasn't one of those kids that was like really picky and would only eat like a few things. I feel like I've always just been okay with most things. But I, mm. I can't think of one specific thing that, like, later in life that I decided, oh, yeah, I actually do like that. All the things I didn't like as kids, I still don't really like. Olives. Like oh, yeah. Uh, no. Oh, I don't olives are the like worst. Olives. That's probably the grossest thing ever. Yet, olive oil. Here. Olive oil is a staple to cooking. Yeah, that's Yet, fine. olives are disgusting. Yeah, but olive oil and olives, not even close. Two different I don't even think they're the same thing. I think it's just, it's... They don't even, it's not real. Well, that's like. I don't think that oil's really from olives. That's like me. Yeah. And uh, like I have pretty much all my life. And, <laughs> Mark oil? <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> me. Mark and Mark oil. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Two different things. No. Now, I wasn't big on Mark oil when I was young, but man, it's pretty good now. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you turned yourself around on that. Um, I'm a man now. <laughs> Change man. <laughs> no, as I was saying, there's, there's a lot of hair in the Mark Oil. A real boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a great week. I'm gonna get off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was as I was saying. No, it's like um, I have for the ever since I've was a kid, I've absolutely hated uh, tomatoes, but. I love oh, yeah. ketchup. Yep. You don't, you still don't like tomatoes? Still don't like tomatoes. Man, I, I love think, tomatoes. So that is actually have, one thing that I could I eat love like tomatoes too. When you have BLTs, do you have just BLs? That sounds like a, a gastrointestinal <laughs> issue. <laughs> Man, my BLs acting up. No, I just don't have BLTs. What? Just go straight for the bacon. You, you ever eat just a bacon sandwich? Just a beef? You're not a. You're not an American. No, I, I would glorious. actually be okay with that. <laughs> that does sound good. <laughs> we'll go make a bacon sandwich. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Let me eat ask a you bee. this question: Have you guys ever <laughs> eaten? You gonna go eat a bee? <laughs> have you guys ever eaten? <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> I'm making a bee. Right how, about we, how about how about we make some bees tonight? We love for that. You guys ever eat cottage cheese and tomatoes, Lucas? No, but I would totally eat that. It I is love put- so good. You have I no love idea. putting food in cottage cheese. Love it. It is cottage cheese and tomatoes is like one of my favorite things. Mm. Like Yum. it is so good. Like I'm the combination, it. it sounds it right really now. weird. 
But if you like both of them together, they are awesome. Mm. I'm going to respectfully bow out of that one. So <laughs> I I do not like cottage cheese, but it's not like it's the worst thing in the world. So with your tomatoes, do you slice them? Are they cherry tomatoes? What do you do with that? Uh, I've had both. I like both. Ooh, cherry like tomatoes. Right now, I like, like when they explode. Right now I have, I have the cherry tomatoes. And I like yes. to get like some cottage cheese and like a whole cherry tomato and eat those together. Mm, I like to okay. uh, throw mine away. <laughs> That's terrible. You buy them and then you throw them away. <laughs> this is what's wrong with the world today, Mark. Yeah, you should just not buy them. Well, typically what I will do is... Dave will... Ramsey will help you out with that. <laughs> yeah, he will. <laughs> Step one. He'll, he'll have an envelope just for buying <laughs> tomatoes and then throwing them away. <laughs> no, actually, I... I, I try to spare people. Like if I'm at, at Burger King or something like that, you know, I'll say I'll just say no tomato. That way, the tomato can go to someone who wants it. If you get a tomato, will you will you pick it off and still eat the sandwich, or just like once the tomato's on the sandwich? It's I over? can pick it off and eat the sandwich. Okay. If we go out to eat sometime, can I have your tomato? Um. Yeah, we just need to go out to eat sometime. I feel like with okay. if they put like an olive on whatever it is your meal, you can taste the olive through the whole meal. If it's oh, been yeah. there, it's over. Ronnie, they put olives on pizza in Brazil, like like a garnish, and it covers some pizzas. It's you can get like most of the supreme terrible. pizzas when you order them here in the states. Like they oh. will come with like olives on them, and Black all I can olives. taste is if I ever eat a piece of pizza with an olive on it, all I can taste is the olive. That is great. It, it completely overpowers every single thing on the pizza. It's it gross. Yeah. Speaking of food, Mike Doherty continued, Impossible Whopper? Question mark. It's legit. My wife actually had the Impossible Whopper, and she loves it. And I actually got to try some of it. And I don't know what he's talking about. So I was even in the U.S. Is, for the past three about, months, and I missed it. The Impossible Whopper is basically <clears throat> a meatless burger. It's, it's, hmm. basically, it's basically a veggie burger. It's like a veggie patty, yeah. right? Um, and it's not that bad. Oh. Hmm. It's it's actually okay. Um, is it like way better for you, or yes. is it just for people that don't eat meat? Um, it probably is better for you. I mean, I don't know how much better for you, um, but probably still horrible. Apparently, they can't classify it as fully vegan because they cook it in the same <laughs> in the same place where they cook, you know, normal burgers, bacon grease. I I don't know, but. They cook it in the same thing, so they can't classify it as fully vegan, but, I mean, close enough. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, it's not that bad. It actually has a bit of a smoky taste to it, which is interesting. Um, okay. But, yeah, not bad. All right, last question from Mike Doherty's lightning round with us. That's, yeah, as usual, not a lightning round. Killing it. Uh-huh. Who struggles the most with keeping it a family-friendly show? Raunchy Ronnie, Purple Patrick mischievous mark or lewd lucas i don't think lucas and lewd have been in the same sentence ever (laughs) i I gotta be honest i gotta be honest i've done more editing about lucas than any of us (laughs) yeah that's true no i take that back i don't know what you're talking about guys it's called kill the man i I do feel like to tell you It's always a surprise when it comes from you. True. Yep. I will say. It is. I am on my best behavior on the show. I think everybody here knows pre-show and 
post-show, Ronnie, maybe a little different. It's true. I'm on very good behavior. Yep. If only you could describe some of the uh, memes and gifts that you've sent to us That's a on our group. Podcast. That is a different mm-hmm. podcast. One that is a much we'll different podcast. Unedited, uncut, <laughs> raw, Ronnie. <laughs> GMG like uncensored. Once, <laughs> once they listen to that, they may not want to listen to me anymore. <laughs> oh, goodness. No guarantees of what would happen. Remember last time Mark was editing, I was like, are we on yet? They're like, no. So then I yelled a horrible word, and I was like, ah, just had to get that out. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Mark had to edit it. Delete it. Yes. So to answer your question, Mike, Ronnie has the greatest potential, but I usually do not have a filter when I, I talk. Turns that I just think you don't know energy. what the boundary necessarily is on certain things, and you just cross over without thinking. He just tap dances over it. And then we all have this like shocked look on our face, like what? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I was I was cleaning up the memory on my uh, on my hard drive, and I came across all of our all of our past episodes, and that's like taking up the most uh, memory on my hard drive. And I'm looking through what I can delete, and I found like old outtake clips. And <laughs> so I was listening to him, like, oh man, these could not be aired. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, on the Twitter sphere, Channel Surfing Pod at Channel Surfing Pod. If you could have any animal as a pet, what would you choose? Hmm, a falcon. I feel like there's two pieces to this question because I I love dogs and I will always probably choose dogs. But I feel like if we turn it into outside of the normal household animals, what that's would what we I'm have? looking at. Yeah. Any yeah, animal. That's, what that's I'm exactly feeling. right. Yep. Sticking with the Falcon. <clears throat> I always thought it'd be awesome to have like a pet skunk, you know, obviously like he's de skunked, but not, nobody knows that. And you just like walking him on a leash down the sidewalk. But if everybody's you... freaking out. Okay. I could see that. Like, All right. Well then if we're going to go down joke. that route, I would like a raccoon. I, that that would seem cool, but they would be able to get into everything Trash in your house. Like there'd be nothing off limits. They'd be in your refrigerator at night. All right, how about I would one? want what? T-Rex. <laughs> Velociraptor. Yeah, Velociraptor <laughs> riding so the Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that my mind went to. What can I have as a pet that I can also ride like a horse? So I'm thinking a polar bear. Uh, that would be awesome. It would I feel be like you'd, you'd be worried about that polar bear eating your entire family while you slept. No, he's my pet, and he's he'll tame. listen to me. He's a pet. Mm. Right? I mean, a raccoon's just going to go through all your stuff and probably steal all the shiny stuff. A polar bear could murder you brutally. Ask Patrick. He fought a bear. He's not going to. It's, car- so yeah, I'm going it's dangerous. That reminds me of a, of a comic I saw today where this dude's sitting on the couch and his wife pops in and she says, hey, honey, where do we put the trash? And he says, oh, yeah, out, outside, right outside the door. And he stops. Wait a minute. I don't have a wife. And he pulls the head <laughs> off the lady and it's a raccoon in a, in a, in a, you know, <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. I don't have a wife. <laughs> a wife. Dude, I have raccoons that literally visit my garage. Every single night, I was leave, I'd leave the garage door cracked, 
and they come in and they will eat like the cat food. So I actually installed a cat door on the side of my house, and the raccoons are too fat to get through it. <laughs> it was uh, Ronnie. It's, I'll have you know genius. that a couple weeks ago, a, uh, a certain guy that I was traveling with uh, mm-hmm. in Indiana, he taught me how to uh, end the lives of raccoons in several different ways because yeah, you know, I, I always feel like I guess nice he's guy. taken out. What he's a taken nice out guy. During the summer, he said he took. He's taken out eight of them so far. I feel like I would just like place them somewhere else if I were to catch them. But here's the thing: how do you catch a raccoon and not catch your own cats in whatever trap you've set? Oh yeah, I don't think this guy has cats. He set a trap that. That's the uh, trick. I guess his his friend told him that you can combine a certain amount of. Uh, yep, like this is Foods horrible. and sugars and stuff, and it attracts just raccoons for some reason. And yeah, and then he. I feel like you could set sh- out a Twinkie wrapper, and they'll be there. Yeah, pretty much. You could set out like a little mini trash can and just put some trash in it, and then they'll just see it and be like, "Ooh, a trash can!" Hashtag save the trash yeah. pandas. He was telling us that the way he was ending their lives, and he had a very large smile on his face, and it made me kind of nervous. Mm. But <laughs> glad that I was not a raccoon. Start. He was at one point. He's like, "Yeah, that raccoon just stuck his mouth right on the gun tip, and I blew its head off." And I was like, Isn't "Oh my!" That like step see, one of a psychopath. Like, I don't. <laughs> So I don't even kill Step bugs that are in my house. I try to He's, let them go. And he said that, and he was like, and it felt really good. And I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> wow. And that's when you went back to Brazil? You're like, all right. I'm that is here. correct. And I'm like, you know what? I uh, you know what? I leave tomorrow. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> New I leave tomorrow. I'll just sleep somewhere else. <laughs> yep. Now, I all don't right. even kill bugs, man. So I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to trap them. I don't want to kill them. Like, I just. Yeah. It's fine. They do steal the cat bowls every now and then, which that really, that really pisses me off. When they steal the cat bowls, like they actually take the Does whole it? thing. Mm. They take the bowl with them, and I've replaced like four or five cat bowls. Freaking kleptomaniac! Oh man, somewhere they've made <laughs> yeah, like thieves, a wall man. of That's cat bowls. They got those little masks on. <laughs> it's true. All right, last question. Ky gaming guy at Jarrett nine one two one on Twitter said asked. He didn't say he asked. If you could be in a fictional world, any fictional world, what would you choose? Dude, the world of Star Wars, I'm telling you. It's awesome. I'd be down for that. Only if you were a Jedi, though. I feel like only if you could be a Jedi. I would be a Jedi. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't get to choose if you're a Jedi. It depends on what your midichlorian account is. Mm, we don't talk about those. I've already checked. It's really high. <laughs> I believe it's you. like a million. <laughs> Yoda has nothing on me. Yes, but that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that would be sweet. I'm gonna also just, the Avatar I'm gonna go world? ahead and say awesome. yes. Both of those are good. Yeah, Alien worlds. Yeah, and you can just hang out there, use the Force, become blue people. It's all <laughs> crossover. <good>. Star Wars <laughs> Avatar. Use the Force as a blue person. That would be amazing. Whoa. That's my answer. Hello. That's my answer. (laughs) Avatar and Star Wars. Mix them together. Connecting hair and using the force. (laughs) Mm, Connecting hair. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I'm I'm going Star Wars. Uh, I can't really think of anything else. So, Star Wars. No. Sounds good. Well, I hope all those random questions got you guys warmed up. Do I have a volunteer on who wants to lead the way after that? 
Good luck following those questions. I think Mark said he wanted to go first. Did I? Did he? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so my topic for the week um, is... I thought you going to say for the win. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a competition. Also for the win. <laughs> my topic right. for the win. I don't know. I don't know if this is a win. I'm scoring here. All right, let's so... Go. Write it, write it down. <laughs> For those playing at home, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, no, my so my brother and sister-in-law, they constantly talk all the time about the Myers-Briggs test and people's personality types. Love it. Um, they are like, oh yeah, I think this guy's an ISFJ, or he could be an ESTP, or. Or, or something weird like that. Wow, is that That's what they the say? They conversate? Yes. You know what? <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> Nerds. I mean, that's not literally the way they talk the whole time. I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's like they're, they're sitting at, you know, people like Walmart, you know, watch. Like sit on the bench, just wa- watch Walmart people. I feel like that's what those people are. Like they're just sitting. All right, those are, they're ISTJ. Yeah, I want to know right if they there. pick up, kind of try to pick people up with that and be like, how you doing? I think you're an ROTC. <laughs> First of all, I don't think my brother and sister-in-law are are in the business of picking people up. So, Well, you never know. <laughs> I guess I don't. Maybe on the weekends. <laughs> I mean, if they're, if they're SRTPs, they might. Wow. Okay. So is that not a thing? Steering the ship <laughs> MLB back in the right direction. PA. <laughs> so for those who might not be familiar, um, the Myers Briggs Type Indicator or MBTI, which is what we're talking about, is is basically this um, personality test that you can take. Um, it was it was constructed by two Americans, uh, Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter Isabel Briggs Myers. Meyer. Um, the the MBTI is, is right. based on a conceptual theory proposed by Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung or or Jung. I don't know if that's however you pronounce uh, it's it. Young. Is it Jung? It's Jung. Jung. Um, and and basically um, they have you take this test, uh, ask you a bunch of questions, and they they separate the personality profile into four categories. Um, each category having um, you know, one or the other. So you can make a possibility of 16 different personality profiles. Um, the four categories are introversion and extroversion, sensing and intuition, thinking or feeling, and judging or perception. And those four categories make up your profile. So what I have asked uh, the other gentlemen here on the good morning guys podcast to do is to take the myers-briggs personality test and i'm hoping that people actually took the test um and uh actually um looked up their their personality profile and uh, give a little bit of a description of the personality type that they got um so i will go ahead and start so i am the isfp i don't believe you uh, well that's not my problem <laughs> <laughs> i was testing you i'm glad you stand behind your decision mm-hmm. um 
So the ISFP is known as it can be either be the adventurer or the artist. I've heard to heard it referred to as. Um, so mine, my profile, it says uh, people with the adventurer personality type are relaxed and warm, and their live and let live attitude naturally makes them likable and popular. Uh, it says I'm sensitive to others. Adventurers easily relate to others' emotions, helping them to establish harmony and goodwill and minimize conflict. That's a big one for me. I think I've mentioned on the podcast that I hate conflict. Can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Try to avoid it. Um, imaginative. Being so aware of others' emotions, adventure, adventurer personalities use creativity and insight to craft bold ideas that speak to people's hearts. While it's hard to explain this quality on a resume, this vivid imagination and an exploratory spirit, exploratory, excuse me, spirit help adventurers in unexpected ways. Um, and uh, try and keep it short. Um, it says I am passionate. Uh, when people in this personality type are caught up in something exciting and interesting, they can leave everything else in the dust. Curious. Ideas are well and good, but adventurers need to see and explore for themselves whether ideas ring true. Um, it also says I am artistic, which I true I definitely exercise that muscle. Um, whether it be you know music or um, I I actually draw as well. Um, that's more for fun though. I kind of put art on the back burner, uh, and in terms of that, in terms. And putting music towards the front. Um, apparently it says I'm unpredictable. I don't know about that. I don't know. But mm. but yeah, that's that's basically my profile in a nutshell. There's other aspects to it, but I won't read everything verbatim. So, or verbatim, excuse me. Um, so, Lucas. Hi. What is your personality? Oh, wait, before before I go to you, Lucas. Uh, um, no, I was ready. Dang it. You will wait, sir. Um, so I also asked you guys to look up celebrities that are associated with your profile type. And a quick Google search can lead you to that. Um, it's really easy. Yes, it literally, if you type in... Your personality type and celebrities, Google provides it for you. Um, so, uh, the list of some of the celebrities who are ISFPs are John Travolta, Steven Spielberg, Barbara Streisand, Brooke Shields, mm. Kevin Costner, Mozart, and uh, several others that. I won't mention. I think Liberace's on there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That definitely seals the deal with Liberace, yeah. Mark. Mm-hmm. You yeah, definitely have that flair. I can see, I can see for sure. <laughs> I could definitely see Barbara Streisand because you have a similar voice range. Sure. For sure. And a, and a funky <laughs> nose like she Like does. an angel. Not so much a Jewish yep. nose, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Can you explain? Okay. But yeah, that's basically my personality type in a nutshell. Lucas, cool. go ahead. Well, well, I took this test 18 years ago. And what's fun about this is that 
I find that I've taken it multiple times since then, just for fun, just to see what pops up. And I find for the most part, nine times out of 10, it sticks with my original after 18 years. And uh, I am uh, known as the champion or campaigner, an ENFP, extroverted, intuitive feeling perceiver. And uh, what's funny is before I get into the details of that and share um, my celebrities, is my wife is the exact opposite. She is an ISTJ, and we are yin and yang. We complete each other. Some would say we're opposites and it shouldn't work out, but we disagree. And opposites it's kind of cool. Attract. Attract. That's right. So, uh, so it says about an ENFP that we are people-centered creators with a focus on possibilities and a contagious enthusiasm for new ideas, people, and activities. We are energetic, warm, and passionate. We love to help other people and explore their creative potential as well. We are typically agile. I'm not very agile in this old age of mine, but no, that's not what they mean. Are they talking physical agility? No, they're not. <laughs> just, did you take just, an agility <laughs> test also? Yep, I did. I was like, Hoo-ha. No parkour. backflips while we record the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. No, it says we are typically agile and expressive communicators using our wit, humor, and mastery of language. Too bad I was born in West Virginia. To create engaging stories. Uh, we're also imaginative and original and often have a strong artistic side. We are drawn to art because of its ability to express inventive ideas and create a deeper understanding of human experience. Now, I did. Uh, I wrote down the percentages, and my strongest percentage is in the feeling category. Uh, the opposite of that one is the thinking. Thinking. Thank you. And uh, I definitely can see that. I usually feel my way through like as an emotion i like emotionally feel my way through most situations i don't think my way through i use <laughs> like when it's some of the questions were like do you like to use logic to get through situations and i'm like not really <laughs> i just <laughs> feel it out and just kind of like try to just try to see where my emotions are where someone else's emotions are um one quote that went with uh, an enfp i thought was really cool and just kind of just kind of it 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 kind of paints a picture. And this is a quote by Uriah Mountain Dreamer. I have no idea who that is. But they said this, It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for. And if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dreams, and for the adventure of being alive. And I just really like that that kind of... Uh, very unique perspective that like that quote I completely agree with. So I really connect with the ENFP. Um, and my famous friends are Robert Downey Jr. I love you 3000. Uh, Mark Twain, Dr. Seuss and Robin Williams. I like it. I like it a lot. And that's it. That's all I got. So Ronnie, what you got? <clears throat> well, let's hear it. Um, I actually took this test earlier this year. Um, so the funny thing is, is when I think I probably took it about four or five months ago. So when I started 
uh, dating Elizabeth, she was curious as to what my personality type was. So she's taken it a couple different times. Um, her personality is an introverted personality. I don't remember the specific one. Um, mine is, let's see, I got it saved here. ESFP. It says ESFP dash A slash ESFP dash T. Um, so uh, where I'm getting this information specifically is the 16 personalities web website, 16personalities.com. I'll read just a brief conclusion. Um, the funny thing is, is when Mark texted this earlier, uh, I said I've already taken that, and I sent him a screenshot where it says entertainer, and he said, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. <clears throat> um, so in conclusion, what it, what it basically says is few personality types are as charming and attractive as, as charming and as attractive as entertainers known for their ability to improvise and focus completely on the present. Entertainment, entertainers are great at finding new and exciting things to explore and experience. Entertainers' energy and enthusiasm and down-to-earth attitude are invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth. Um, one really interesting thing that Elizabeth and I did when we, um, when we t- after we took these tests, is you can actually, um, you can take the two different personality types and see what like the strengths and weaknesses would be in a relationship between two people of that kind. Um, and it was really interesting. One of the main things that's, that always stuck out to me is, and, and I will say before I even say that, is this personality test, I was very, very shocked at how close it is. <laughs> in reading everything on there, I was like, wow, that, yep. that, that, that actually was so close that I, I mean, I was very surprised. I did not think that it would be in reading all the information about it. Like it, it goes over work life, you know, home life, all of these things. And, uh, yeah, it, it definitely like nailed my personality type. Uh-huh. Uh, but the interesting part was with her having an introverted personality and me having an extroverted personality. Um, one of the main things was, uh, when we are solving problems. So the entertainer personality type, will solve their problems and make decisions based on emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, her personality type will make decisions based on facts um, and information. It will be very, I don't, I don't want to say like cut and dry, but emotion would not be a part of that decision making. Yeah. Um, yep. So it's interesting. And like, as, as we've obviously gotten further in our relationship, like that totally is definitely a thing. Um, I don't necessarily look at facts you know, if I'm like trying to make a decision, I make decisions on how I feel every day. Um, I, you know, it's just, I'd never thought that a personality type, I would like fall right into that category, but, um, it's totally true. I don't look at facts and, um, like actual information, uh, before, like I will make a decision. I will make that decision based on emotion. Um, and that was a big part of the entertainer, um, personality type, you know, not only is it like an outgoing, you know, or like a, you know, really outgoing personality type, you know, that is like, you know, um, out there and, you know, friendly with everybody, but it is largely emotional. And that is, in all honesty, how I make a lot of my decisions in life. It's not necessarily based on facts. It's based on how I feel. You definitely look yep. at facts on this podcast, though, and you let us know about them all the time. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. They are, they are good. <clears throat> um, they but are yeah, it was... 
there, there was a couple of things in there that, um, like enthusiasm, um, like down to earth. It, it also, uh, one of the things I thought was interesting and it, it really, it, it really like, yeah, I was like, man, that, that is kind of me. Um, and it, it said like an entertainer, um, personality type basically likes to get the most out of whatever it is, you know, whether that be an adventure, um, they're easy going, it's easy to get them out of their comfort zone to do something. And I'm very much that way. You know, I will, um, I will do something that I've never done and I won't really think twice about doing it. I won't have, I won't be nervous to do that or anything like that. I would, um, just go along with it. You know, whatever it is, like I just like to experience stuff and that was very much, um, it really spelled that out in the actual description. Nice. Cool. Patrick, what are you? Well, for me, uh, I am just like Mindy. I am an ISTJ. And Mm. the ISTJ is the introversion, sensing, thinking, judging. So a brief description is uh, serious and quiet, interested in security and peaceful living. Extremely thorough, responsible, and dependable. Well-organized and hardworking. They work steadily towards identified goals. They can usually accomplish any task once they have set their mind to it. And when I read that, I'm like, wow, that is, that is me. Like how, I took what, how many questions with this? Like 60 to 70 questions. And based on those questions, they're able to uh, determine in one paragraph who I am. It was wild just reading I didn't that feel like it was stuff. enough questions. Uh, as, as accurate as it was, I didn't – I was like, man, I don't know how they got that from that like minimal amount of questions. I feel like I need to ask somebody like a thousand questions <laughs> in order to figure this out. <laughs> but like you yeah, answered like remember. a minimum amount of questions and it was like, wow, I cannot believe based on those questions that that was the description. Yeah, the, the actual certified uh, questionnaire or test is – I think it's over 120 – or so questions it's like a thick book with a lot of questions and that's the one i did in college and it's yeah it's incredible how it can describe you and yeah, it's wa- accurately <laughs> it based is, off a bunch of random crazy. questions um and uh, the exact opposite of you lucas my so i am istj my wife is is enfp uh, is she really which, yeah <laughs> that is, is awesome which is crazy because that's amazing and and when what's and what's cool about that is because we are so opposite, we always have a different outlook on certain yep. on certain situations, issues, things that come up, um, how to raise kids, what to do, oh, you yeah. know, things like that. And uh, we always give each other different perspectives yep. um, of things we wouldn't look at. Because if we were both the same personality, uh, we couldn't. I don't think we would be able to see uh, others opinions uh yeah. other people what other people think uh because well, we would be it, in our own box it would be easier to get along but it you wouldn't i don't think you would be able to have success as a couple because you would be so like handicapped because you wouldn't have the ability for example to just sit at home in quietness and like appreciate you know being introverted or you wouldn't be able to think through the facts like i'm like ronnie like i feel my way through everything and I'm just like, you know what? This doesn't feel right. 
this does, I don't care what the facts are. You know, I'm just going to go forward in faith or I'm going to not do it because something doesn't feel. And Mindy is like all about the facts, like Ronnie was talking about it with, with his girl, like just the facts, the details, that's what we base it on. I'm sure you kind of have that same kind of perspective. And you have to learn to respect each other's side of things because then you can grow from it. So, right, right. And because, you know, uh, my wife would say, Have you thought about this? And like, you know, have you thought about it this way? And I'm like, No, I never even thought about that. That's actually a good point because I'm thinking logically and she's thinking about someone's feelings or how to feel in a certain situation. Um, And, or it's, you know, she's, it's it's really cool how both of our personalities work together uh, because of the things I wouldn't even think of. Because if we have the same personalities, we're like, okay, this is the way it is. We agree. Then you know, like, because when you're husband and wife, you kind of like you you talk to each other, you understand each other's per, uh, uh, perspective, you make uh, concessions or you compromise on certain things because you never saw it another way. Um, and it's really cool that uh, that uh, we found out that we have very the opposite personalities. And like yeah. I said, opposites attract. That's probably why we work so well together uh, because we not only not only our personalities are different, but we have the ability to compromise. Man, at one point I I knew what Kristen's uh, profile was, what her personality type is, but I am not remembering it at the moment. So I will have to ask her uh, when I see but, her tomorrow. Go go do it right now. She she's kind of sleeping. What is your personality type? Just tell me. Wake her up. Just tell me Grab real her shoulders. Fast. Like hey. <laughs> personality type. Just tell me real quick. She'll just feel like shut up. Turn over. You know what? Yeah, you know is what? A funny NFL? thing to look at also is is what do you think your friends are? Because like my close group of friends, I feel like almost every single one of them is introverted. Yeah, maybe and that's I, why they that they're attracted to you. And I think they're like that I don't too, have like, to be extroverted. He can do it all. Like hearing that about you, Patrick, that you're technically like more of an introvert. What do you think, Chris well, is? He's an extrovert uh, by a lot. I think. Yeah. And it's funny sure. how the opposites like attract and yep. it's just it's it's funny to look at your friend group and think like wow, they are actually their personality type is not like mine at all. So yeah, if I if I hung out with 100% introverted people, I don't know if I would hang out with them. Yeah, and none of you would want to hang out with each other. You'd be like I'm I at, need to go I'm home at, and be I'm alone. I'm at a 44 uh introversion. So I'm like on the cusp of like be being extrovert versus introvert. So it's like uh, Chris kind of pushes me over over the edge kind of thing. Where okay, he can make me extroverted when I'm with him. If I'm with another introverted, then it's like way down. Um, but uh, but you know, do you know who else is an ISTJ? Commissioner Gordon. What? Oh yeah, I forgot about the celebrities thing. <laughs> Yes, the not real person also, celebrity. He's a real person. <laughs> Severus Snape. Whoa. S- did you say Cerverus? I don't know what his name is. Severus. Service? Severus. 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 Uh-oh, Cerverus Snape. Cerverus Snape is down. Snape. We better reboot the system. <laughs> I think we should probably reboot by turning to page 394. So, Lucas, <laughs> some of the entertainer celebrities that I found. Uh-huh. 
include Katy Perry. Yeah. Elvis Presley. Ooh. Mm -hmm. James Brown. Uh, uh, Tommy Lee, that, they're all they're all obviously performers, uh, and Nicki Minaj. You'd be happy to know the retired Nicki happy. Minaj. I'm glad. <laughs> Impressive. Let's see here, politicians: Ronald Reagan. Ooh, I had Bill Clinton. I, I had Bill I had Clinton. Him. I had Bill Ooh. Clinton on here too. I had George Washington. What? Whoa. They're double dipping. Bill Clinton's in the how NFP. About, how about businessmen? Mark Cuban. Hugh Hefner, and then actors, entertainers, Will Smith. I would have guessed that one actually. Hugh Hefner and Will Smith in the same sentence. I like it. Andy Sandberg. Cool beans. Nine, nine. Cool, 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 cool. Athletes: Serena Williams, Magic Johnson, and then writers, artists: Tony Robbins and Michelangelo. <laughs> Tony Robbins, like the, the, the Ninja Turtle right? guy, Tony Robbins? It says writers and artists. I would assume Ooh, that's the I same Tony Robbins. Mine. Donatello? Dang it. I didn't know Michelangelo the Ninja Turtle was a writer. <laughs> Ooh, fictional characters here. Catwoman. Oh, I got to look up fictional. Yeah, fictional characters no, are the best. Princess introvert. Anna. I don't even know who that is. Frozen. Is that oh. from Frozen? Never seen it. Then yes. Homer Simpson. Nah. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. Simba. Awesome. <laughs> Finnick from the Hunger Games. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I was thinking Finnick from uh, Princess Bread. Mm, nope. Captain Jack Harkness from Doctor oh, Who. Oh, Mark. thought it was, was going to be Sparrow. Sparrow. Nice. Yeah, me too. Oh, I was, wish that. So close. Captain Jack Swallow. Michael Scott from The Office. Nah. Yes. That's all I got. Fred and George Weasley from Harry Potter. All right, here you go. Arya Stark is an ISFP. Um, Aowen from Lord of the Rings. Um... Ant-Man apparently is an ISFP I could see that He spent all that time in that van <laughs> Also apparently T'Challa is um, Black Panther um, That's weird Because he's a king Yeah but... Kings need <clears throat> their time alone It's fair <laughs> I think I'm seeing that Dumbledore is one too Samwise Gamgee is one. And, yeah, I believe Gandalf is. Oh, Gandalf. I got Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano? Excuse you. From Star Wars? God bless me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, from Star Wars. I got Ariel. Partner oh, made look at I am. Stuff. Look out. Uh-huh. That's where my son gets his red hair from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to this. Guess who else is an NF ENFP? I win the day. The doctor, as in Doctor. Hey, Hale. which one? Hey, all, all of them. All They're of them. all ENFPs. Yeah. You were all the doctors. We rule. Oh, never mind. I got a new one. Geetkar Dylan. I don't Excuse know who you that again. is. Who is that? It's a Bollywood actor. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, never mind. Bollywood I, I got Genie. Genie from Aladdin. He is an ENFP, which ironically is Robin Williams. Maybe that's why they also got Will Smith to play him later. 
Look at that. Hey oh, it's an ESFP. Switched it out. That's all I got. Okay. Glad you reminded us that we were supposed to do the celebrity thing, Mark, so I could look it up while everybody else was answering. I did the was same. Anybody a, <laughs> anybody was a ENTJ? Who was an ENTJ? Nobody. No. I think that was a NBA player. Ha. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's MJ. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I knew... I, I think my brother or sister-in-law was telling me, like, um, that they were talking to this guy and they found out he was an ENTJ and they're like oh yeah um, so Hitler was an ENTJ I'm like <laughs> whoa no thank you time to change your personality <laughs> I know they say some people never change but some people just have to yep, change Yep. <laughs> <laughs> for the common good of humanity please change <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah that is my topic. Thanks, Mark. It was a good one. Oh, thank you. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. I think Do it'll it. be. I think it'll be quick. Um, so for the past uh, few months, um, I have been working a lot. I've been working 11, 12 hour days. Sometimes I work on the weekends. Uh, I even ha- I worked on Labor Day this past week, this, this past month. So um, I've been working a lot, and it has been stressing me out a ton. Um, and the the way that it, I try to unstress or de-stress um, is it's it's crazy. Like when I when I'm coming home, sometimes I just want to sit in silence because I I I need I need my thoughts. I don't need I don't need a podcast. I don't need music. I just need to to decompress a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, it helps. And then when I get home, and uh, today I got home, I was a little bit stressed, and I came home, and the first thing my son says to me, he's like, he's like, hey, guess what I did today in Minecraft? Like, didn't even <laughs> say hi to me. He's like, guess what today? And 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 that was because seeing the joy in his face. Uh, of how much he loves Minecraft, he, like immediately just melted away the stress. Um, but uh, but being with my kids, it, it is a de-stressor. Um, playing playing games and focusing on like like Apex Legends. One of the reasons I like Apex Legends, it makes me focus on the game, and it doesn't allow me to think uh, about anything else. Um, so I'm able, I'm not, I'm able to like pretty much get away from the entire world and just like live in apex legends while talking to friends um so that's that's another reason why i really like I like apex it's a it's a total de-stressor and it and it, and it, it, it make gets me like a, a an escape uh away from uh the huge amount of work that is put upon me that i'm responsible for at work um now now i i do i do love work um, because I'm able to provide for my family. So I put my all into it. So my wife is able to stay home that my kids are able to have a roof over their head to, they can have what they want, uh, kind of thing. Uh, so I do, I, I kind of put it on myself, but sometimes I just need a moment. Um, so those are the things that I do to, um, escape, to de-stress, uh, to, uh, to, to get away a little bit. 
Um, so my, my topic is just about stress. Uh, what do you guys do uh, to de-stress? What do you guys do that, that really helps you escape um, to not think about what is currently stressing you out or what has been or what always does? So I deal, I deal with stress. I mean, everybody deals with stress, but um, I deal with a lot of anxiety in my life too. Um, yeah. So the main ways that I, that I usually de-stress um, well, for quite a while um, I haven't been doing it so much now, but um, I listen to podcasts. Um, now the only, the main podcast I listen to now is, um, is married to the games um, I, I, that I listen to on a regular basis. Um, but I used to work a job to where, you know, I could, you know, put my headphones in and, and listen to podcasts all day long. Um, so that was a way that helped me to de-stress quite a bit and helped me, just like with you and Apex, um, it helps me to focus my mind elsewhere because other my, otherwise my mind will wander aimlessly. Sure. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I listen, I listen to Married to the Games. I listen to um, several NPR um shows that they do like this american life and the good morning guys npr yes um that is correct <laughs> the best npr choice mm-hmm. um i listen to gaming other gaming podcasts like gamer tag radio and stuff like that i've listened to doctor who podcasts like radio free scarrow um stuff like that um tech podcasts like i listen to a lot of um uh, what is oh, what are they called? It's called the Twit Network. Stands for This Week in Tech. Uh, okay. yeah. Is it British? It's not the Twit. It's not. Oh, okay. No, nope. just curious. It's actually based out of California. Um, but uh, yeah, I used to listen to podcasts all the time. Um, that and gaming, um, definitely helps me to unwind and focus my mind. Um, watching YouTube videos. Because I'll just pull that up on, or watching Twitch, I'll pull that up on on the PS4, and just lay back and watch those. Uh, just because it gets my mind off of whatever I'm stressing about. Um, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I find myself doing the same thing as far as like throwing on a, a throwing on Twitch, <laughs> and most of the time, it's Apex. Yeah. If I'm not able to play, I'll throw on just like. If my wife was watching a show and I'm and I'm not feeling gaming, I'll throw on Twitch and just watch someone else game. Um, I saw you were watching Vis the either. other day. What's I that? I saw you were watching Vis the other day. Yeah, he is unbelievable. Yeah, that whole like it was just like every match you would get like four thousand damage, which my highest damage is like fifteen seventy nine, yeah. and it was and he is just crushing it. So just watching him just obliterate people, it's it's cool. It's cool to see in that. Yep. Uh, so I totally get that. What about uh, what about you, Lucas? What do you do to uh, de-stress? So I think my like I think the most consistent way, like when I I'm not really like a guy that, in all honesty, I don't. For the most part, I'm not a stressed out kind of guy. Like I just, I let things kind of roll off my shoulder, um, shoulders, uh, just kind of try to be laid back most of the time. I don't get 
too stressed, but when I do, I think my favorite go-to is to just go to sleep, like almost like a reboot or like a, you know what, I just need to take a break from life, so I'm going to just go unconscious for the next hour. And it really works sometimes. Like if I get to the end of a day and I know I didn't, you know, I I missed out on some stuff or I wasn't able to accomplish some things, I was disappointed in myself or life or whatever, I'm like, you know what, tomorrow's a new day. And I just go to sleep and every single time I wake up, it's, I'm not like, I don't have amnesia or I know I have light case of dementia, but it's not (laughs) something that, like I'm aware of my dementia, so therefore I don't have dementia. Uh, I just... I just I just feel better, and so sleeping is probably my favorite way. Um, when I when I realize that you know escaping is not sufficient, like like video games is another one. I think you know we've discussed it enough on here that we're well aware that you know for many of us, for most of us, video games are are, are entertainment for all of us. Entertainment for sure is an escape. It's a no brainer. Watching movies, watching shows. Um, but when I like, when I know it's time to deal with it, you know, which which should happen for all of us. Like if we're just escaping all of our lives, then uh, we're setting ourselves up for failure because the stress that we feel, the pain that we feel, the things that we don't want to communicate because we're afraid of them or we don't want to hurt anyone, uh, that stuff is going to show itself in other ways. Even if we try to escape and release in a like relaxing way. And so the best way that I can de-stress is just to talk it out. Like I am not a sit and think things through and deal with it as we talked about. Um, you know, and as Ronnie mentioned, uh, for himself as well, I'm a feeler. Like I need, I have emotions and I need to just say them sometimes and to just empty myself. So I think just talking, usually I have to find someone who, who I trust because sometimes I just need to go unscripted, no filter, saying whatever's on my mind. And I'll realize, you know, that maybe I don't need to be stressed about it. You know, I'll realize uh, this isn't something I can control. So there's no reason to be stressed. So really just talking it out, just talking it through, even if the person just listens. They don't need to give me advice. They don't need to fix me or fix what I'm thinking. Sometimes I just need to say it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I got it. And so I would say those mm-hmm. are my top ways of of de-stressing how about you ronnie um it is mine is actually similar it's so for me like i know a lot of people like to get into a video game or um you know watch a movie or something just almost like as a distraction for me like and and one thing that's become like really i guess great like over the past like you know four or five months is if either I'm having like a stressful day or Elizabeth's having a stressful day, like I'll just send her like a message or she'll send me something and it'll just say like wine and movie question mark. (laughs) And it's like, it's been one of those days. So we will come home like her and I will open like a bottle of wine and we'll sit there and like just chat and watch a movie. And um, it's nice. It's nice to, for me, for me, I don't think the best way necessarily is just that solitary, you know, anything really solitary. Like a lot like you, Lucas, I like to uh, almost have somebody there to kind of just bounce things off of and talk yeah. about it. Like that makes mm-hmm. it like that helps me like relieve stress rather than, um, you know, just kind of getting in, you know, getting into something like a video game or a movie. 
um, like just having that person there that you can come home and like talk to, I guess is a big difference. I think before, you know, before when I wasn't dating anybody, I would definitely have used like the the video game scenario or a movie or something like that just to kind of just kind of zone out, you know, and uh, give your mind a break from all of that stuff. But I found more recently that it's, um, yeah, just like talking about it, talking about your day, whatever you're stressed about, or you know, maybe not even talking about that, just talking about other things, you know, almost as a distraction a little bit. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's similar, um, to, to the way you would handle that. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> one thing that, uh, that re- I, I had, a, I had a really bad day. I think it was Monday this week and, um, I was walking back to my desk and one of my coworkers, uh, saw me, uh, apparently I was walking in a different way than I normally walk. And he came up to me and he was like, Hey, are you okay? And when, when he said that, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this dude actually cares, uh, about what I'm going through, even though he doesn't know really what I'm going through. Um, and that kind of like, it kind of, it kind of made me feel a little better, uh, knowing that someone was, someone actually cared, uh, about me as I'm going, as I'm stressing. Right. Um, we, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't go any further than that, but then we just started chatting about random things. Yeah. So I, I definitely get like the, the, even if you're not talking about the actual issue, just like, just like talking about random things, um, and, uh, not necessarily the issue. Um, it kind of helped. I think it's just kind of giving your mind a break really, yeah. um, either way, whether that's like talking to somebody about whatever or playing a video game or watching a movie like it's just it just gives you a little bit of a break from the standard like whatever it is that you're stressing about like it gives you a chance to like kind of like uh you know kind of like take your breath you want to know what's funny about that is you said that they noticed like the way you were walking and this actually it's kind of funny because it actually goes back to the personality test type thing um, and one of the things about like an entertainer type personality is that they are very, um, like they, they observe a lot of small details because I guess, and I guess it's more of that being able to focus like on one thing. Cause I've always like noticed a lot of like, just in, in people in general, just little like cues and body language and things that. I think a lot of people don't necessarily recognize. And I would always joke with my friends. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a reader of people. Like I just like, like pay attention to those little bitty cues and stuff that people do that, um, I guess is not necessarily always picked up. Um, but it's funny that you said that because I, I feel like I notice a lot of really like small things with people. And I feel like when I say that something that I notice, they're always shocked. They're like, what? And you're like, yeah, you're like, you're doing this different. You, you normally always do, you know, you know, you normally always do this. And they're like, they have that look on your face that you probably had when that guy, like when that guy mentioned something to you, you're like, what? Then you're starting to think in your head, like, what was I doing differently? Like, man, I need to make sure that I don't do that again. You know what I mean? But like, it is a very, like, like I just pay attention to people, like people that I'm talking with, like their body language, everything, like the little bitty cues that people give off that not everybody pays attention to. So it is, yeah. it's funny that you say that because I, I've actually done that to people just not really intentionally doing that. But if it's somebody that like I know or care about, like I will just mention it like, yeah, it's, 
I, like I notice you're doing this. Like, are you like, are you good? You know, or something like that. So yeah, like they were doing something out of the ordinary, as small as as, as just walking back to my desk. I walked in a different manner, and this person just noticed it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, and I think so, yeah. those things are those things are easy, like for some people to pick up, and other people would never even notice a difference. Um, I've just always been one to like watch people and how they like just little bitty things like that. And it's funny that you say that because, um, the same thing has happened to me and I don't know about like you, Lucas, but like you were an entertainer personality. Um, but one of the things I read about it was that they are very like observative when they, um, like in social environments and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I've always been like that myself. So I always thought that was pretty interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that's the. I think that's in your in your kind of layout. The only thing that we're different is the uh, I'm intuitive and you're sensing. So that would be where that comes from is the sensing part. Yeah. Um, for me, it's more like I'm a mind reader, so I don't observe what people do. I I kind of observe how people think, and then eventually, when I reveal myself, I'll say, "Well, you know, usually this is what you're thinking." when you're in this situation and usually I use that more as a as a pastor as a missionary to really help people to understand that it's okay to think and feel the way they do and they're hiding it um and so I would say that uh for me I I do that but I do it more on a, a relational or an emotional level where I just I pay a lot of attention to the emotion of a person and what they're thinking and feeling as opposed to the physical representation of that. So, you know, it, it, and that, that brings me to another thing. That's kind of like a funny part is I do it in volleyball all the time when I'm playing against somebody, I will actually like whatever they, I guess like what, if they hit a shot and I'm there to cover it, I am automatically thinking, all right, next time they get the chance to hit a shot, they're not going to hit it there again because I was just there. So I'm playing this game with them. Or if they hit a shot and they get it, I'm thinking to myself, oh, they're definitely going to try that shot again. And I'm always trying to like counteract what I think they are actually thinking that I'm going to do. So it's a whole like this whole mind thing. But I'm doing that based on body language. And if they hit a shot, like the success, like how they appear, like once they hit it, like all these things. Yeah. And I like I always like I guess like I don't cover the whole court. Like I just guess a lot. I'm already taking a step or two towards where I think they're going to hit. And that's funny because like I always mentioned to my like my buddy Chad that I play with, like he'll like shake his head or whatever, like you're, like you're like you're ridiculous. And I'll just look up at him after I get a ball that's like you know I probably shouldn't have been there, and I just look up and I say like I read Blitz, which is just a scene out of the movies The replacements, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But I always yep. say like I read Blitz, and I just I I don't know I do that all the time. Nice. All right. Well, uh, Ronnie, before you go ahead. Uh, we're going to take this up next week because we've had a lot of good things to say. In fact, too many good things to say. So we're going to do part two to part four of our randomness episode. Sounds like a Final Fantasy game. It does. <laughs> this, is, two. this is GMG randomness part four dash two. Next week we'll be coming at you. Well, that is just for now all that we have for you in our randomly recent relayed ramblings. We will continue those next week. And if you'd like to continue to join in on the conversation, there are a number of ways that you can chat with us and our fantastic GMG community. 
There are links in the, the show notes. But if you're not about reading, I'll just tell you there is a Discord for talking about everything for video games, life, dad jokes, and more. And also there is Twitter, which some people use. It might be your cup of tea. We are at the GMG Podcast. But if you're more old school like me, then email us at, not at, don't put at yet, that comes later, uh, thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com, like our newest friend Thomas did. He wrote this, hi, I have a suggestion, Doctor Who, sincerely, Thomas. Thomas, thank you so much for your very direct email and your suggestion. We appreciate it. And we might just consider that for the future, not only because you mentioned it, but because Mark, too, wants us to talk about Doctor Who at some point and not make fun of it. Honestly, that's what we do most of the time. However, I am willing to check it out. And but especially now that I know, well, <laughs> well make I mean, fun of it less. Without saying. Yeah, but he's an ENFP. Now that I know Doctor Who is an ENFP, I mean, I owe it to myself to support a brother. So I'm still out. That's all right. <laughs> Slacker. We'll give you a Doctor, Doctor Who, Who in fan? five minutes. You haven't watched it with That's her all right. We'll yeah, just switch you out. True. We'll switch you out for her and then go she from there. She probably love it. She <laughs> I just told you she's introverted. She would totally not do that. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. It's all good. Uh, the final way that you can connect with us and also practice your radio voice, your NPR radio voice, is by calling us at 929 GMG guys. Is that right, Ronnie? Did I get that right? Uh, I don't know. Good. Leave a message. Ask a question. Let your voice be heard. You know what else should be heard? Maybe this week, maybe next week, I'm not sure, is Mark's music playlist. Uh, we'll have a part one and a part two of the Fantastic. Morning, morning playlist. But we'll do, what do you right, got? part one first. Oh, I thought you were going to do part two first. I'm like, that would be really fun. <laughs> and random. <laughs> For you to do part two first. And then see if they match up with what Ronnie and I oh, talk about next week. Oh, well, how do you know this isn't part two and I'm just messing with you? Oh, are we in the future? <laughs> We're in the future. You're way too organized for that kind of improv. That's <laughs> Don't do it, Mark. Yep. I'd kill you. <laughs> so, uh, Lucas, well, before I say that, uh, as always, you can find... The Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for keeping things up on that end while I hold up the Spotify side. Um, and Lucas, you will enjoy this, seeing as you like to celebrate random holidays. Country roads. Oh, sorry. Wrong song. Nope. Nope. That. Nope. That's random nothing. holidays. What is it? Let's hear it. Happy you have to sing it. Don't National tell us the title. One Hit Wonder Day. Yes. So if Perfect. you're not familiar with what I a one no idea, if you're not familiar with a one hit what what a one hit wonder is, basically it's it's a musical term. It's a, it's used in pop music um, to describe any uh, musical artist that has gained you know huge notoriety or popularity with one particular song that has overshadowed all their other music. So. Uh, the three songs that I have chosen for this week's uh, morning playlist additions uh, are all on the list of the top 30 uh, one-hit wonders. And so the first song I'm picking is Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky. Mm-hmm. I forget what that one is. Can you sing it for us? 
<laughs> I don't remember all the words, but the spirit in the sky. Something, something when I die. When I die. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And then something, go to the place that's the best. Do, 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 do. That's on the Remember the Titan soundtrack, mm-hmm. one of my faves. Mm-hmm. Uh, second song I'm adding is Carl Douglas's Kung Fu Fighting. Everybody wants Kung Fu Fighting. Yes. Yes, buddy. I sing that. I probably sing that at least once a day. It is one of my favorite songs of all time. (laughs) Anytime someone says everybody, that song always comes up 50% of the time. Um, And then the final addition to the playlist is the safety dance. For men without hat, men Ooh, without hats. Yes. Oh man! Ooh, safety day. I thought you were totally going to do cult of personality for. Uh, one of my first downloads on Napster. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Napster. Mm, that's a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was using LimeWire the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that is it. I hope those songs. Not only help you enjoy the one-hit wonders of the world, but also help you get your good morning on. Sweet. Welp, folks, talk at you again next week on podcast services around the globe, where we are going to talk part two of randomness and see what Ronnie and I have to share and discuss with y'all. Alrighty then, Mark, Pat, and Ronnie J, along with you, our friends and podcast family, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless you and guide you as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four! This is GMG.